This is the secret to building a thriving coaching community. Now, community is at the core and the foundation of a lot of coaching businesses, in particular if you want to grow and scale, where now it takes the pressure kind of of you and it creates an environment where people can learn from each other and thrive with your help and support. Community is one of the top strategies that you can use each year in your business. But however, a lot of people, they don't know how to create it or it feels like it's daunting or they don't know how to attract the right people. They think it takes a lot to manage a community. So I'm here to share with you today how you can create, build a thriving community in your coaching and speaking business. My name is Simone Vincenzi. I've been building communities for the past 10 years. GTEx, which is my business that stands for Growing Together Exponentially, is based, it was born as a community. And I've learned a lot throughout the process from trial and error, as well as studying how great communities are made. And if you want to uh, create a thriving and vibrant communities, there are four things, four things that you need to take in consideration at the beginning, even before you start. Number one is the belief. Number two is the cause. Number three is belonging. And number four is the platform. So belief, cause, belonging, and platform. Let's go one by one. So now you can understand what I mean about these four points. Belief is where you communicate the belief that you have about life, about your business, about the field in which you're in. And belief is is foundational because belief and values are the driving forces of our behavior. We make choices and we make decisions based on our beliefs and values. We connect with people based on our beliefs and values. That's how psychologically it works. So by you expressing, first of all, the beliefs that you have about the words, the way you see the world, the way you see the work that you do, the way you see the impact that you're making, the way you see the business in which you're in, the more you share about your beliefs and values, then um, the more you will attract people that will resonate with you in that community. Because they will say, that person is now creating the space for me because I can see myself with all these other people that believe the same things that I believe in. So for example, the core belief of GTEx is togetherness. We do things together and we believe that together we can achieve way more than what we can do on our own. That's the foundation of GTEx. That's what GTEx was built on and it still is built on. So when I talk and when we want to attract our clients, we want to attract clients that have a collaborative mindset where they see, oh my God, like collaboration is the main thing that they do and togetherness, that's what I believe as well. I'm in. So you want to have one then, you want to identify, first of all, like all the different beliefs that you have and then identify one core belief that is going to be the driving belief of your business and your community. Now, depending on where you are, things will change. If you're starting out, you might not be set on what that belief that what it will be. And that's okay. You can test it out and it will evolve over time. If your business is already more established, then I'm sure you already have the idea of what that core belief is. And most of the time it starts from you because then your community becomes an extension of you. It becomes what lives beyond you. And that's how also you can scale your business in a better way using community. So number one is belief. 
Number two is a cause. Number two is a cause. A cause is something that everyone is kind of fighting for or they are uh, moving towards. So it's not just what I believe in right now, but is uh, where are we going together? Where are we going? What's the direction? And what is the things that we are doing which is worth fighting for? A lot of communities don't think about this. And uh, it becomes uh, one of the most important pieces because that's what's really connect. That what really connects people. And now can see that those people are like me. Let's get there together. And if it is something difficult that it requires all our effort, then that's where you see your members really digging deep, because they now they enroll in your programs or they want to stay with you, not just because of. Uh, with the results that they can get, but what they can give and what they can contribute. And that will give them that extra level of energy or push that they didn't even know they had. Had plenty of experience in this way. For example, our cause is to create a world where there is a sense of possibility. That's what I believe in. That's what I'm fighting for, is to create a world where people can see the potential that they have and can execute that potential. I know it's a bit utopic and I know I'm not the only one having this cause, but that's what lights me up. When I work with clients, when I see that sense of possibility and potential that they have, then and when they realize it, that's where I feel full, that's where I feel fulfilled. And so when our clients, they work together to now create and expand this ripple effect where more and more people can see the sense of possibility that and what they could achieve, they now feel also a sense of purpose on top of growing their business and on top of doing what they're doing. But now it's amplified because everyone is on the same page. So it's not a small ripple effect, it's a much larger ripple effect. And everyone is there because they are connecting with it. And so it's also your responsibility to communicate the cause and what the cause of that community is. Now, um, it might be easy to find some of you who want to find some iterations. You might want to engage with your community and ask them, what's our cause? What are we working on? But make sure that it's something that is personal to you because that's how you know you can start something and the community will continue on the same values, the same belief and fighting for the same cause. And that's how even when you are removed from the picture, the community can still keep going and have a life on their own, which is the most beautiful thing. And that's the cause part. Now, I gotta say, this is something for me actually to remind my, I need to remind myself more often to do that because uh, I more I do it on the belief side, but on the cause side, I can be way better. So while I'm teaching you right now, it's also reminders for me of things that I know that I should be doing that different this I need to do more. Now, let's go to the point number three, which is a sense of belonging. Because the people want to feel that they belong here. And that's given done in your onboarding, really. How people are onboarded in your community is what gives someone a sense of belonging. Because I might know that these are the right people, that they believe, that what I believe, that we are going on the same direction. But if I don't feel I'm welcomed, if I don't feel... I belong here, my connection with the community is going to be very, very weak. And the moment I'm going to find somewhere else where I feel I belong there and the connection is way stronger, then I'm going to jump community and move somewhere else. 
So how you introduce yourself and how you introduce the members to your community is what is going to give them immediately that sense or not of belonging. That's why, for example, we love doing for new clients more intense experiences, um, where there are three days in person, uh, we are planning out trips away as well, or we want to do a more intensive two days online or a challenge for five days um, or a course that gives them like two weeks to do. We have different ways of onboarding them and they all have the same thing that they have in common though is that they need to spend time with each other. They need to spend time with each other, supporting each other and achieving a common outcome. Because that's one of the quickest way you can get someone to feel that sense of belonging. It takes a bit, it takes time. It's not something that happens straight away. So if you can compress that time and get someone to feel that sense of belonging, ah, they, they will love, they will feel immediately welcome in that community. So how you design your onboarding experience is what's gonna make or break that sense of belonging. Now we're going to point number four, which is your platform. How you're going to communicate with your community on a day-to-day or week-to-week basis. Now, um, the platform is uh, less relevant which platform you use, but it's more important on how you use the platform because the platform is your method of communication. And what you want to understand for, first is that people don't, re- don't li- not everyone likes to receive information in the same way. So we use multiple flat platforms. I use Facebook for our core community. Then we use WhatsApp for communication. We use also emails because someone will more likely to read an email. Another person is more likely to log in on Facebook. Another person is more likely to see it on WhatsApp. Now, I also see that there are other community platforms like uh, Circles uh, or Mighty Networks. I know these are some of the platforms that are designed to build communities and they're more private compared to social media. I still... I'm not adopted one of those because I've been observing and at the moment I'm still observant. I know they're there. Uh, I don't, I've not done them because it's something else that people need to be reminded of to log in. I need to be reminded of to log in to Mighty Network or Circle. I need to have them on my browser or my app. And so it's something else. It's not part of an inbuilt behavior that people have. Facebook is an inbuilt behavior that people have. They go and check Facebook. LinkedIn, they go and check LinkedIn. WhatsApp, they go and check WhatsApp. So that's why i rather, even if I don't have as much control compared to a, a platform that I own or is another external software, I'm actually being present in a more, um, in, a, in a stronger way by not doing that because I make it easier for our members to engage with each other and to engage with me as well and to the other members of the team. That's why I haven't changed yet, but things might change. You know, I'm always open to it. At the moment, I haven't seen a huge uptake from members. The people that get excited the most are the trainers and the coaches. Oh, I want to have my own platform. But now you need to change the behavior (laughs) of people. Getting someone to change behavior is hard. (laughs) It's hard, it's a behavioral change. So either you have a strategy to instigate this behavioral change or you better make it easier for them to see you where they already are, where they already hang out. And that's why that platform becomes really important. 
And then at that point, you can decide the frequency, how long, how often you're going to communicate, what uh, are you going to deliver on that platform. So these are the four points to create a thriving community and thriving community of coaching or speaking business. First of all, the belief, have a common and shared belief, have a common and shared cause, something that we're working towards, we're fighting for, or we're building together. It doesn't have to be a fight. It can be something that you're building together. Sense of belonging comes from how I'm feeling welcomed and the onboarding experience I have and the platform that I use. If you do that at a planning stage, then what's going to happen? You're going to have a strong and vibrant community. I would love to know what your what your thoughts are on this and uh, let me know in the comments uh, what your thoughts are and how you can uh, implement those information and build your own community. Again, if you have not subscribed to the podcast, make sure you subscribe to the show. If you have not left a review, let us know because uh, um, uh, reviews are the lifeblood of every show. So please leave us a review so we can create great content for you. If you're on YouTube, subscribe on YouTube and let me know in the comments which platform, what are you, how are you going to engage with this? And the last thing is that if you have not got yet our webinar conversion kit, make sure you do it. Get it right now is on webinarconversionkit.com is a $30 offer that where you can create your own webinar presentation in less than three hours. That's for $30. It will help you get clients and guide you through the presentation slide by slide and how to think about creating the presentation, what kind of content you should put, which is the right content to get someone to say, yes, I want to work with you. Check it out at webinarconversionkit.com. Having said that, Cannot wait to see you next time and always remember that together we grow exponentially. Ciao. Thank you for listening to Explode Your Expert Business Show. If you enjoyed the interview, please subscribe to the show and leave us a review. Every week we will select a winner from the reviews that we get. So it might be you. Make sure you give us a review. It means the world to us and that's how you can help us grow the show. Also remember to download the Expert Business Checklist to get the roadmap on how to become an authority in your field. The link is in the show notes or you can visit gtex.events forward slash expert iPhone checklist. So it's gtex.events forward slash expert iPhone checklist. And as well, finally, if you want to receive daily support in your coaching and speaking business or explore how we can work together, join our private Facebook group, Explode Your Expert Biz. Again, you can find it on Facebook at Explode Your Expert Biz or the link is in the show notes. Thank you very much for listening. And until next time, remember that together we grow exponentially.